I'm Patrick Conbury, MLEX's Deputy Managing Editor for Asia, podcasting to you today from our bureau here in Hong Kong. Welcome to this latest in MLEX's ongoing series of podcasts. Right now, it seems you don't have to look at the news for more than a few minutes to hear about some new problem involving the internet. From reports in recent days of Chinese border guards forcing the installation of apps on people's cell phones to snoop on them, to the longer-running issue of Huawei and the concerns about the Chinese telco being a tool for spying on Western countries, cybersecurity is certainly a topic that's on everyone's lips at the moment, and perhaps nowhere more so than in connection with China. It's an issue that every country is grappling with in its own way. Here with me now to talk about how China is handling that issue is MLEX correspondent Xu Wan. Welcome to this podcast, Xu Wan. Thanks, Patrick. Xu Wan, broadly speaking, what are the key differences between the cybersecurity regime in China and cybersecurity arrangements in other parts of the world? To borrow a phrase, is there such a thing as cybersecurity with Chinese characteristics? Um, I think you, yes, maybe. Um, but generally, most of the uh, key issues um, covered by the cybersecurity regime in China are quite similar to other jurisdictions um, are that generate concerns, um, such as data protection and uh, uh, the critical information infrastructure. Um, if there is anything that could be special for China, I would say um, the Chinese authorities seem to uh, focus more or pay more attention than their counterparts in other countries to uh, the content on the internet. So this uh, this relates to uh, information that's considered illegal by the authorities, such as inappropriate uh, content or information that spreads um, fake or false facts. Um, okay. The head of those efforts, I understand, is the Cybersecurity Administration, correct? Yes, um, cybersecurity uh, administration uh, is us- is widely considered the internet ch- uh, regulator in China. Mm-hmm. China passed a cybersecurity law in November 2016, and then it came into effect in June the next year, 2017. Um, previously, there had been uh, information insecurity and data protection rules in different laws and regulations uh, regulations in China. Uh, but the cybersecurity law was the first um, to consolidate various aspects of cybersecurity. Um, I think the Chinese government thinks it's extremely important um, in an increasingly digitalized age, and regulators across various sectors also take it very seriously when it comes to uh, implementing uh, this law. Um, there is no um, a specified or designated regulator by the law uh, to uh, to be in charge of these issues. Um, so far, um, apart from the cybersecurity uh, administration, the communications regulator, which is the Ministry for Industry and Information Technology, uh, as well as the police, that is the Ministry of Public Security, they are also uh, quite active in enforcement or uh, implementation of the law, um, but each of these um, probably focus uh, slightly different, uh, slightly di- on different subjects or aspects of the law. Right. Well, um, as, we, uh, as we know, um, China can be a challenging business environment for foreign companies, um, and that cybersecurity law we were just discussing 
certainly raised some fears among the business community. Um, what were those fears mainly about? Um, I think, to put it briefly, um, the fundament- one fundamental concern that a lot of business uh, have is the government's access to uh, companies' daily operations uh, under the excuse of the new law. There are indeed regulations which give um, the authorities, such as the police, uh, these kind of access during uh, inspections for um, regulatory purposes. Um, this is also reflected in the framework of the multi-level cybersecurity uh, protection, which uh, is also mainly led by the police. Um, another big concern is perhaps uh, related to data localization rules. China is looking um, to require companies to store data, primarily including personal data and the so-called uh, important data within China. So um, important data refers to the kind of data or statistics that the government thinks important to the economy, to the society, and maybe even to national security. Um, There is a standard which has a very initial um, draft of categories of what kind of uh, important data um, there is in different sectors, but um, uh, the specifics uh, have not been quite settled yet on that subject. Mm So. This data localization it will have a big impact on businesses for which, um, for which uh, smooth data flows are essential to the operations or commercial activities such as cloud computing um, and also the um, the requir- requirement of security reviews uh, led by authorities may also place an extra burden on businesses. That, that's uh, that's quite a list of issues there. Um, how has China addressed those issues? The authorities have been working on uh, different regulations, rules and guidelines to provide uh, clearer instructions. It is a slow process considering the huge interest in this issue in the business community. But I think it's getting clearer than before, although a lot of the guidelines are not finalized yet. Um, And also on the issue of authorities' access to businesses' operations, there are actually rules uh, preventing officials from abusing their power during enforcement, such as during uh, the inspections. That's reassuring. Um, However, risks certainly still exist. Uh, What are those risks? And uh, have companies fallen foul of the rules? There are quite a few cases so far, uh, some of which involved leading Chinese companies such as the uh, e-commerce company Alibaba and search engine uh, Baidu, uh, as well as many popular apps, uh, mobile apps in China. Um, A couple of high-profile cases, however, concern more the issue of illegal content, uh, which is technically also covered by the cybersecurity law, uh, although there are other more specific and targeted regulations on that issue. Um, But so far, there have been no uh, big fines. Um, I think the Chinese authorities at the moment are tending to give uh, warnings through communications uh, and asking companies to take uh, corrective uh, corrective action. 
Um, this probably, in a way, uh, causes some uneasiness on the part of business because they could be um, uh, eager to see or know uh, what kind of enforcement consequences to expect. Um, it will be um, clearer or offer uh, more instructive if they ha have some uh, cases to to study. Certainly. Um, well, we saw a bit of a slowing down of regulatory activity around cybersecurity in China last year. Um, why did this happen and what can we expect following that? Um, the regulators have been quite efficient since June 2017. That's when the law uh, took effect. They have uh, introduced guidelines in many different forms, uh, such as measures, regulations and standards. Um, however, it slowed down a bit last year, and the work on some of the key issues has seen some extended delays. Um, while there are no official reasons or explanations, some are guessing it is probably because um, there are still quite strong objections from the business community, uh, and the regulators are still uh, balancing uh, the interests. Another argument is that the process has been affected by the trade war between China and the US, which led to uh, more caution among the Chinese authorities uh, because they probably didn't want to add more controversial issues to the trade tensions. But more recently, following the escalation of the trade tensions around May this year, regulators have actually uh, the regulators in China have actually become more active compared to 2018. In just around one month, they have quickly rolled out quite a few regulations. Some of these are new, um, but some of these are updates uh, on earlier rules. How will these affect businesses, both foreign businesses and their Chinese counterparts? I think first, um, businesses now need to read and digest these new policies, um, as well as to watch for further developments, because most of them are currently just drafts and uh, are undergoing the process of public consultation. So that means there can be uh, they can be changed later. For those um, which are updates from previous rules, there are some quite significant changes, such as the new measure on cross-border data transfers. The regulator now is considering imposing contractual obligations on data senders and receivers. This has not um, appeared in previous drafts. These kind of changes may further affect um, other related rules which are still in progress, such as the standards for uh, cross-border data transfers. Um, the next step, I think, um, probably will be how to make sure that the companies are compliant. One of the challenges could be that this is a very big issue now in China, and many regulators think they should be responsible, at least um, partially, for the implementation of the cybersecurity law. Therefore, it has been a problem since the very beginning that different regulators are all weighing in uh, to implement the law, uh, apart from the several uh, state-level regulators that I mentioned before, a lot of industry regulators also uh, see a role to play in, in, in this law. 
So that could be a headache for companies dealing with these kind of overlapping enforcement because um, um, very often these kind of enforcements are not exactly they're similar, but they're not exactly the same. Right. So we've got a bit of a, a bit of a scrum, a bit of a turf war, perhaps. Um, well, what uh, are China's cybersecurity priorities going forward, and what are the potential pitfalls for companies that are doing business there? I think the authorities have been consistent with several main subjects that they put in the cybersecurity law a few years ago. These are um, the critical information infrastructure, the multi-level cybersecurity scheme. So this. Um, this uh, framework refers to that companies, depending on depending on how important their networks are, they are burdened with different level um, of responsibility and security measures, and the importance will be decided um, by factors such as how important they are to the economy, to the social um, stability, and also maybe national security. Uh, and another subject uh, is security of network products and services um, concerning the products and services services a company buys um, and as well as uh, data protection. Uh, so the regulations that are being published pretty much focus on these um, several issues. Going forward, I think action from multiple regulators could continue to be a big issue for companies um, as they will have the burden uh, of having to respond to different regulators, um, sometimes probably at the same time. There could also be uh, enforcement action from various authorities involving similar issues. And they may also want to pay attention to the unique aspects of the Chinese system when it is not um, exactly consistent with other jurisdictions. So they may need um, a specific plan for, for China. Well, that certainly sounds like cybersecurity with Chinese characteristics, uh, as we mentioned earlier. Those big issues, critical information infrastructure, the multi-level cybersecurity scheme, and security of network products and uh, services, plus, of course, uh, the uh, perennial issue of data protection, they'll certainly keep uh, companies on their toes. Um, and those regulatory overlaps seem to promise quite a headache as various agencies and authorities pile in, all wanting to have their say on how the cybersecurity rules are applied. Whichever way you look at it, from the regulatory side or the business side, there's certainly a lot to deal with. Zhuan, I'd like to thank you for explaining the key issues around Chinese cybersecurity today and what it means for those companies doing business in China. We'll be looking forward to more coverage of this important issue going forward. Thanks again. Thanks, Patrick. My pleasure. If you'd like to read Xuan's reporting on China's changing cybersecurity landscape, you can find it on our website. Head to mlexmarketinsight.com, click on Insight Center, then click on Reports. I'm Patrick Convery. Thanks very much for joining us, and see you back here soon for another in MLEX's series of podcasts.